The Lord be with you. And also with you. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. We gather for ordered worship to illumine the imagination by the beauty of God, to quicken the conscience by the holiness of God, to warm the heart by the love of God, to devote the will to the purposes of God. Upon this Resurrection Sunday, we gather to worship Almighty God. The liturgy, music, and homily and sacrament this day are offered in God's praise for our gathered congregation here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership and service in our midst, and as the Spirit moves come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. Almighty God, who through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life, grant that we who celebrate with joy the day of the Lord's resurrection may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have broken your law. We have not done your will. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Alleluia. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always. May we extend to one another signs of his peace. be seated. A lesson from St. Paul's epistle to the Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. So, if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated, at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
responsively readings, verses from Psalm 118 with the Antiphon. For he is good, his steadfast love endures forever. Let Israel say, His steadfast love endures forever. The Lord is my strength and my power, the Lord has become my salvation. There are joyous songs of victory in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly, the right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live, and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me sorely, but has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Please rise as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. Glory to you, O Lord. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid. 
I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. The Lord is risen. He is risen in the We give praise to God who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things which do not exist. The gift of resurrection come Easter morning is the gift of faith, your faith, our faith, my faith, shared faith. The the resurrection is the liberation and the empowerment of the preaching of the gospel, of the teaching of the church, of the speaking of an intervening, saving, healing word, spoken and heard. Now, some of us through the year and years have been auditing the course in faith, and auditing is good, but this is Easter morning, so there may be one or two among us who, rather than just auditing, would like to sign up and register and pay tuition and come to class and take the midterm and write the term paper and take the final and stand for a grade. How shall we hear faith apart from worship? How shall we find faith apart from community? How shall we know faith apart from study? How shall we understand giving without receiving and giving? The gift of Easter morning to you is a quickened life by faith, of faith, in faith. A quickened life by faith, of faith, in faith. Some decades ago, on a bitter February morning, well before dawn, at 20 below zero on the Fahrenheit scale, along a country road just north of the Canadian border down into Canada, drove along along the St. Lawrence River. We'd been through the border. You know the questions at the border. They're your daily questions. They're a lifetime. What's your name? Where are you from? Where are you headed? Do you have anything to declare? That morning, as the snow pelted and the ice caused concern, out of the distance came a truck, a tractor trailer with two bright headlights, And then slowing down and flashing the lights and unrolling his window, the driver leaned forward and said, Où est la frontière? Where is the border? 
and summoning up out of my collection of nine French words that I had available to me, I responded, Oh, bon, le frontier est prochain à l'ouest. And before I could finish what would have been a soliloquy befitting the doer voice of Marcel Proust himself, I guarantee you, he interjected and said, Oh, buddy, you're an American. I can tell from your accent, and you don't speak very good French, but could you tell me how to find my way out of this wilderness? A light in the dark, a word spoken and, and heard in the deep woods. This is the gift of resurrection come Easter. We remember Romans chapter 4, verse 17, be God who gives life to the dead, and calls into existence what does not exist. Now remember slowly for a moment all that Paul has written in Romans about faith, to bring about the obedience of faith among the nations. I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to all who believe, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. In it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint us because of the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by faith through the Holy Spirit. Now, hope that is seen is not hope, who hopes for what he sees, but we hope for what we do not see and wait for it with patience. What then shall we say to this? If God is for us, who is against us? Who shall separate us from the love of God in Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or peril or nakedness or sword No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. So... Be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your minds. That is, let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Never lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in your tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Practice hospitality. From faith to faith. Faith that has and needs no validation. The resurrection, not merely a fundamentalist literalism and not merely a modernist reductionism. The spoken word heard and received. A quickened life of faith as well, not just by faith, but of faith. Now we're going to take a back road here in the dark with the snow pelting in Romans. We're going down that 
route in chapter 4, you remember the ice of that road. Did you hear the way Paul puts it? In every other reference in the letter to resurrection, he uses a verb he likes, a gero, raise up. Here he uses zoapointes, meaning makes alive, enlivens, quickens. And do you hear the way he puts it? Said Emily Dickinson, tell the truth, but tell it slant. Paul here tells it slant. He says, the God who gives life to the dead, raises the dead, and who calls into existence the things that do not exist. That is, did you notice it? Take an Easter moment here. Paul, this way, says, resurrection large, creation small. Paul spells God by resurrection. Paul describes God by resurrection first. Paul seeds the first place of the gospel to resurrection. Resurrection is the set and creation the subset. Now there's a mystery that will take a long time to unravel, but if nothing else, we can hear today about such a big resurrection, about such a large resurrection, about such a stout resurrection, that our resurrection is too small. Your resurrection is too small. You need to see it and hear it and feel it more broadly. You need to take that size 38 suit of resurrection and trade it in for a 42 long. You need to open the hem a little bit. You need to get toward a stout full sense of resurrection, says Paul in Romans 4, 17b. The God who gives life to the dead and creates, brings to existence the things that do not exist. It's almost as if the quintessential portion of creation from nothing is resurrection, the gift of Easter morning for us. Your resurrection can be too small to paraphrase J.B. Phillips. Let's watch and see and hear, not only by faith and not only of faith, but a quickened life in faith. Every day is a part of the the trip across that border. And here are your questions. What is your name? The gift of Easter is your name is twofold, cross and resurrection. The resurrection follows but does not replace the cross. Remember this past week. Betrayal, that's Judas. Denial, that's Peter. Judgment, that's Pilate. And then suffering, trauma, torture, despair, death, that's crucifixion. Burial, that's denial. All We hold on to the word of the cross and see with compassion all the days of our lives. We see not just according to the flesh or according to the spirit, but katastarum, according to the cross. But you have a, a surname as well, and that's resurrection, the gladness of this morning. Not only the majestic brass, the church triumphant, and triumphant it is, but also the lilies in memory and honor, the church in heaven. Not only the church on earth, but the church in heaven. Not only the church militant, but the church triumphant. This is where you come from. This is the answer to the question that comes next. Where are you from? 
Well, you're out of a community, a fellowship of memory and of hope. Some of that is not only in baptism, but in the fellowship that raised you. And it goes beyond the Christian church only. It is in many native tongues and varieties. Think of the meaning Abraham Heschel's voice has had for us in these years, who said, different are the languages of prayer, but the tears are all the same. Who said, to be spiritual is to be amazed every day. Who said, when I was young, I admired clever people, but now that I am old, I admire kind people. The church, right here, where do you come from? This fellowship. One said this week that theater is a matter of getting people into the same room, breathing the same air, and thinking together about what it means to be human. Well, that's not too far from a part of what has caused your origin and sent you forth. You know, in 1965 or so, the old Northern Conference of the Methodist Church gathered in Malone, New York, and if I remember right, the preacher for that day was a student of Paul Tillich at Iliff College, Iliff Seminary, and he preached on the theme, not quite a quickened life, but the need of intensity. And the preacher that day, Robert Pennock, my father-in-law, Jan's dad, at age 90, is here, and we'll check with him later to see if the sermon squares with the text. A quickened life, where did you come from? Your name, where did you come from? Where are you headed? You know, life emerges out of a series of choices. You decide, and then you decide again. It's a movement. Jesus is our beacon, not our boundary. We're guided along, and where, where are you headed? From this pulpit last May, then head of the United States Peace Corps, Kerry Radelet, told about being an undergraduate at Boston University and going downstairs here at Marsh Chapel and seeing on the bulletin board a little sign, we need you, come volunteer, help teach in Chelsea. And she did, and the rest is history. Where are you headed? We as a country are headed toward a fuller need to remember and practice the arts of democracy, of engagement, of conversation, of listening, of mediation, of evaluation in the months, the decades, the years to come. Where are you headed? Eugene Lang in 1981, he just died this past week, was invited to return to his public school in New York, PS 121, to speak to the sixth grade graduates. And there they were, a sea of African-American and Hispanic youth from that neighborhood. And he realized the folder he had brought along meant nothing. So he set it aside. He looked them in the eye and he said, any of you who graduate from high school in the next six years and are accepted to a four-year college, I will pay your tuition in full. Now, that was a graduation speech that had hearing and listening. And years later, half of those 69 did. Where, where are you headed? And do you have anything to declare? You know, in life, we desire to love one way or another in family, with friends, in partnership, in community. We want to find a way to whisper I love you. Not to forget those three important sentences in all relationships. You're right. 
I'm sorry, and I love you. Life is short. We'll leave to Professor Hobbes the question whether it is also solitary, nasty, poor, and brutish, but it is definitely short. What declaration do you make? Four years ago on April 15th, some of us were on Boylston Street, as others will run tomorrow. One, a young woman named Roseanne, came to the finish line and tragically lost her leg. She would have lost her life but for the fireman, Michael, who came alongside her and steadied her and put on a tourniquet and guided her to the place where she could be cared for. She said, he was doing so much, I said, would you also hold my hand? And he did. Months months passed, weeks and months of conversation. He continued to visit. They came to know each other. They came to be acquainted. They came into a full friendship. They fell in love. And this December on Nantucket, they engaged one another for marriage. The next week they went, he in full gear and she one leg ahead of the other, all the way up the inside of the Empire State Building to the 86th floor and looked out on the the city of New York. Said she, he's not a person of many words, but we were able to see one another's character. Don't you hear the whisper of human to human and thus human to God? I love you. I love you. What do you have to declare? The gift of Easter morning resurrection is the gift of faith, that is, a quickened life by faith, of faith, in faith. Some of us, I think, have been auditing the course in faith for a while, and that's good, but this is Easter. Maybe today is a day to sign up, register, pay the tuition, buy the books, take the course, read for the midterm and final, and stand for a grade as well. We'll be there to help you when you stumble. For we give praise to God who brings life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. Says the Canadian creed, we believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in the true person Jesus to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. God calls us to be the church, to celebrate Christ's presence, to love and serve others, to seek justice, resist evil, proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope. In life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen.
Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Please be seated. Christ is risen, and so are you. A moment of resurrection in this 11 o'clock hour, and we greet you here at Marsh Chapel in the name of Christ. We invite you to register this morning for the course of faith by putting your name and contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew, putting, passing that book along to your neighbor so that we can get to know you better and help you come, get to know one another better as we journey together in this journey of faith. Following the service this morning, we invite especially children among us this morning to join us on the lawn adjacent to the chapel for an Easter egg hunt. There are plenty of Easter eggs for one and all. We look forward to seeing you there. As we move in the time in our service for Holy Communion, we note that there will be four stations in the front of the church, the two on the pulpit side with wine, the two in the lectern side with grape juice. For those of you in the balcony, there will be a communion station in the narthex, uh, and you are invited to come down and receive there. As the ushers wait upon us for the morning offering, we invite you to meditate upon Sing Unto God from Judas Maccabeus by George Friedrich Handel. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
for the life within us, for the fellowship among us, and thy love that surrounds us, we give thee thanks, O Lord. Bless these gifts and the givers, we pray. Through Christ, amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, brought us to a land flowing with milk and honey, and set before us the way of life. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn.
Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. By your great mercy, we have been born anew to a living hope through the resurrection of your Son from the dead and to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Once we were no people, but now we are your people, declaring your wonderful deeds in Christ, who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. When the Lord Jesus ascended, he promised to be with us always in the power of your word and Holy Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, and gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. On the day you raised him from the dead, he was recognized by his disciples in the breaking of the bread. And in the power of your Holy Spirit, your church has continued in the breaking of the bread and the sharing of the cup. And so, in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours. Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.
together. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. May the sun show warm and bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes, God's hand to you, the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be and abide with each one of us now and forever. Amen.